Hello, everybody. It's episode 359, I think. I'm pretty sure. It's Monday, um, October 19th. <clears throat> if you're interested in Friday's show, I think you got to go on Facebook or YouTube to watch that one because uh, it was more of a hangout. I just didn't put it on here. But it's Motivational Monday, October 19th. Not having the greatest day, but things are turning around. Uh, so I'm going to get the show started for you in just right now. Let's, here I am. Hello. <laughs> a couple seconds went by and I didn't see that it was on, but I see it's on. How are you? Um, happy Monday. Oh boy. I'm ready for a big drink of water right off the bat. Mm. I can see the show from the, from Friday where I take a big drink of water right off the bat. Sometimes you just need a drink of water. Sometimes. So, uh, yeah, Monday, Lordy. Lordy, lordy. Let's see. Let's see if I can see who's here right now. Ah, greetings. Keys, mask on, pants off. Yeah. Happy Monday, Flavia. Good to see you, Keith. Greetings to Florida. Jen, you're here. What? This job, this job of yours, it's really working out, isn't it? Hello, Sue. Good to see you. Oh, God. Happy Monday. Is it happy? I don't know. Brad, greetings. Uh, to to Austin, Laura, Georgia, Georgia on my mind. Um, pick greetings, motivate you. Yeah, I'm gonna do my best. There's no such thing as Happy Monday. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Dave, Dave from Raleigh, greetings to you. Um, yeah, Monday. I can tell you how my Monday started. So I thought I was gonna be going in to uh, <laughs> Scott. I left the Archive Blues and Barbecue Funky Meters stream for this. Let's make it count. Scott, you know, you didn't ask me if that was a good idea, <laughs> but good to see you. <coughs> 7.30 to 4 while training, Jen. Nice. Voted today, Laura. Good for you. I'm happy to hear it. I completed my voter sample ballot over the weekend. And then tomorrow I'm going to a bicycle store that's owned by some parents of Fanula's school that she went to, K-8. through And I'm going to see that. Oh, Jen, happy anniversary. 18th anniversary. Congratulations. Happy anniversary to you and your spouse. Um, that's a big deal. That's Belinda and I are married 18 years. And uh, it's, it's not easy. I can tell you that. Where's Belinda? She's working on her other thing today. She's working on another environmental video. Couldn't be here today. Darren, good to see you. Uh, Don says, have you ever noticed that the word vote is <laughs> scrambled veto? Well, no, I hadn't. Um, Ed, it was a happy weekend. Been waiting four years to vote again. Got the chance finally. You know, Ed, they do have uh, midterm elections, and so oftentimes there's some other elections. You've missed a couple of opportunities to vote is what I'm saying. I'm not being critical. I'm just saying every four years. You don't have to do that like that. Carol, you did your voting too? Good. Got it in the mail, filled it out, drove right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to mail it. I'm going to put mine in one of those uh, boxes. We've got a vote box over near some friend's house, so I'm going to see I'm going to see if I can talk them into meeting me at the vote box with some whiskey or something. Drink a shot, do a vote. That way, at least you've got a whiskey in you. Um, good day, Don. Good to see you. Flavia finally received your ballot. Good for you. Dropping it off today. Good for you. So, as I was saying, I've got my ballot. I know how I'm going to fill it out, or at least I'm uh, I'm 98% sure. But I promised one of these other parents from 
from Fanula's school that I was going to go over to her bike shop to pick up Fanula's bike and maybe shop for a bike for myself, and then I'd bring the ballot and we would talk. She's a she's pretty smart and she's an attorney, and so I wanted to talk to her about some of the propositions. Um, took it right to the B O E. Hmm. I don't know what the B O E is, but uh, <laughs> a box of everything. Took it right to the box of everything. Well, good for you. I'm looking to put some things in the box of everything. I've still got boxes. I was going to go through these videotapes that I've got, VHS tapes, and digitize them. That's been on my to-do list all of pandemic, and uh, I think I'm going to finally get started. Well, I, I did start, but I'm going to finish my first tape this week. It's got a few appearances on it, and then um, I've got my gig in San Francisco. I still have. I'll, I'll get back to you tomorrow on whether I'm going to be able to do shows next week. Uh, certainly the end of the week I'll be able to do shows, but Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is a little bit of a question mark right now. Um, <laughs> Scott, you read the one of them boxes somehow spontaneously com combusted. I mailed mine. Just hope it's not in a bag at the Bustle Carrier's apartment. Yeah, well, I hope that, too. Um, well, a good way, you can guarantee that they won't burn up if you fill up the box with water. Uh, that's not right. So today, it's Motivational Monday, so it started off this morning. I had a dentist appointment at 11. I go to the dentist appointment. This is my second appointment. I've got a, I've got a plaque problem. So the dentist wants me to get my teeth cleaned three times a year. And so usually it's a challenge because there's one uh, sadistic uh, hygienist and one nice hygienist. And so I always like to go to Linda, the nice one. But uh, she's not working during the pandemic, so you got to get your teeth cleaned by the terrible hygienist, which is I'm a no thank you on that, or the dentist is doing teeth cleaning. So I had gone in, had my teeth cleaned by the dentist, <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, I'd done that one time, and it was fine. Uh, a few months ago, and I was going in today to do it again. I wasn't in such of a such a great mood, um, and I wasn't. I'm never excited. I just want to be finished. I want to have had my teeth cleaned, but I don't want to have my teeth cleaned. Um, so I get in there, and it's the office manager who was there the last last time. It was just the office manager and the dentist. So I get there thinking that's what it's going to be like this time, but it's the office manager, and I get in and. Uh, she hands me a clipboard and I got to initial all these things that did I know that it's risky to get your teeth cleaned and um, I'm taking a chance and I recognize that that's what I'm doing and I'm like okay and then it's like I haven't been around anybody who's got COVID I gotta check that I don't have any symptoms I gotta check that um, oh my god so I'm it's really like all about you I need to sign a piece of paper for them to feel like I've been taking the right precautions and there's no list of like what have they been doing and how you know how many people are coming through there every day and how do I guarantee that I'm not getting COVID from the person who was in there before me? There's no, there's no, hey, you might want to look at, this might be of interest to you. Um, so <laughs> Darren had to look up how Kanye spelled his name for the write-in. Yeah, well, good luck. Um, so, uh, yeah, my dentist, I think Bob is working on a scam. So, so I signed this piece of paper, and I'm a little put off on that. Like, you're, 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 you want to make sure that you can trust me? Okay. Um, so I signed that. I've already been in there one time, didn't have to sign it, as I recall. Then it's taken a while. I'm waiting a half hour past my appointment, sitting in this little tiny room. It's just me in there, but it's the dentist's office. Um, and I'm not crazy about sitting in there waiting for a half hour with my mask on, reading, and it's like oh, off my phone. And then, then some. Then a patient, a 
comes out of the back. And instead of walking through and leaving so I can go in, which is what I think is going to happen, she kind of picks a seat and sits down in the waiting room. And the waiting room is pretty small. Um, so now it's me and this person in the waiting room. And that is going on for a little while, but I'm just trying to mind my own damn business, which is, uh, which is good advice for Motivational Monday. And I do have some motivational thoughts today. Um, but um, so I'm trying to mind my own damn business. Then they call me. It's not the dentist, though. It's some other guy who I've never seen in, the, in there before. Some 22-year-old person looks like about 22, although what do I know? He could have been 32. Um, he's, wearing a, he's wearing the gown, and he's got the mask on, and he says, Hey, Jake, how are you doing? And I said, Well, I'm pretty good. Who are you? And he tells me his name, and then I say, "Well, I, th- I thought the dentist was cleaning my teeth because I, because it's like because I'm not letting you clean my teeth." And he says he is going to clean your teeth. But he's in the other room. I'm just here now. He said it some weird way, like you're here. Yes, I know you're here. So I go in the room. I sit down, and then he walks around to the other side of me, and I'm like, "Okay, well, you're a person who I didn't think was going to be here." And uh, the dentist is not here. And he says, I, I need you to rinse your teeth with this water mixed with hydrogen peroxide. Uh, it's a COVID precaution for 30 seconds. And I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, I, I don't, hydrogen peroxide, I'm not crazy about putting that in my mouth. But then, uh, yeah, Flavia, my dentist usually never makes me wait either. So I rinse with the hydrogen peroxide for 30 seconds. I can hear the dentist is in the other room with another patient. So now you got the dentist, another patient, this dude, the receptionist, and another customer, a, a second, third patient, counting me, is in the lobby, and uh, I rinse for 30 seconds. It's kind of terrible. It tastes sort of awful. I'm like, can I, if I swallow any of this, am I, is it like rinsing your mouth with gasoline? I don't know. And I spit it out, and he goes, this is exactly his exact words, now you're going to do that again. And... Uh, so I'm already having all the feelings that you can tell that I'm having. And when, the way he said, now you're going to do that again, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, I sat there for a second just on pause, thinking about it. And then I was like, no, I'm leaving. I'm not comfortable. I'm leaving. And I got up, walked out. I see the receptionist on my way out. She's there with someone else. And she goes, Jake. And I said, yeah, I'm not comfortable. I'm leaving. I walked past her. I had to call her back and say, look, I'm so... I'm sorry, you know, but I didn't wasn't comfortable. I had to leave. She said, nope. Yeah, I called her back, and she said, no problem. Call up later. I get it. These are weird times. I said, it was just weird. It was weird to me what was going on in there. I told her all the things I just told you. She said, you call back later if you want to make another appointment. And I said, okay, I'll do that. Um, anyway, so that's what I did. Um, I left, and I felt sort of weird because now... I went to the dentist, I waited, I rinsed my mouth with hydrogen peroxide, and I have not had my teeth cleaned, and I'm not going to be getting my teeth cleaned for a few months, because I don't feel like I can just call right back and go, okay, now I get it, I'll come in next week. I could, but I'm not going to do that. So, uh, for these kind of interior rating rooms, Ed says you need a real N95, not just a cloth mask, and they need to up their ventilation. Yeah, well, yeah... Yeah, yeah, I would have liked that. My shirt was not tucks, tucked in when I was done, <laughs> but I was not. He didn't knock me out. Um, Jen says she brushes her teeth with hydrogen peroxide and baking soda and, tooth, 
baking soda and toothpaste. Wow. Um, that's good. <laughs> it says good decision. Well, thanks. I at least got out of there. Anyway, yeah, this is the t-shirt that Keys has, Uma. This is the uh, You Can't Win Them All t-shirt, which I'm wearing today because I didn't win them all. You can't win them all, and I didn't win them all. I didn't get my teeth cleaned, but I did assert my autonomy <laughs> with some rando at the dentist's office. So congratulations. Happy Monday to me. Asserted my autonomy with some rando on a Monday. So I did it. Um, David says my teeth look nice and white. Maybe peroxide is the way to go. Yeah, maybe I'm just going to do hydrogen peroxide <coughs> every day. Water pick, Uma, good idea. Um, Flavi, you're on my team. That was messed up. They're not handling it well. I have to do the hydrogen peroxide rinse too, but I do that anyway on my own as an extra precaution diluted with water. As long as you rinse well, it's not harmful at all. Mm. Yeah, well, now I know. And I didn't know at the time, and I didn't want to ask some person. <laughs> I, I certainly didn't think I was going to be meeting a new guy at the dentist uh, during the pandemic, but that's part of it. Uh, Carol, they closed off half their office. They had to do the same thing three times. I missed my cleaning in March. And I'm nuts about my teeth. Yeah, Carol, I felt good to go in the last time I got my teeth clean, and I was looking forward to the feeling of coming out today with them clean. But um, next time, we'll do it next time. Thanks for the support. Anyway, um, Keith says, had, had labs drawn today, everyone wearing a mask except for the sheriff. Oh, he's, he's the one who should be wearing a mask, as he has contact with a lot of people. Right, yeah. Um... Jen says, put toothpaste on your brush, then dip in hydrogen peroxide, then dip in baking soda. Advice from a smoker? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but throw those smokes away, too, I'd say, first. Uh, Key says, I quit my last job because there was absolutely no social distancing. Hmm, interesting. K90, tested K95s at Office Depot. Wow. $20 for 10 Lots and lots of fake tested masks out there. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to stay away from people most of the time. Anyway, it's Motivational Monday. So what did I put as the thing today? Oh, if at first you don't succeed, persist. And so that is kind of the moral, moral of dryness right now. You can't win them all. you got to persist. Persistence defeats, defeats resistance. But, man... I'm really having a tough time persisting. Bob says, I hear crows in the background. Are you going next door to the Munsters? No, but these damn crows, they show up. They're not here all the time, but every once in a while they're here. There's just like 13 of them. Why 13? I don't know. Unlucky. That's their number. Hmm. So, so there'll be about, be about, I don't know, 10, 10, 15 crows out in the trees in the yard, and they just go apeshit cawing and calling to each other. And they're there every once in a while, and then they go bother somebody else's yard. But yeah, they're here today. The birds. Um, they don't live here permanently. So, uh, what was I going to do? Well, I wanted to talk about persistence defeats resistance, because I'm really having a hard time persisting in the Varinus time. It is just every day. I feel like I've gone back and forth between um, working out and having days off, and I'm doing my best. I'm trying not to be too hard on myself. I'm still at it, but uh, man, it's just hard to get fired up for another day in uh, 
rinse and repeat land. But uh, but that's what we got to do. We got to persist. So um, today, this was the idea that I originally had for today. Before I before I hit on persistence, defeats resistance, planes and crows, all kinds of air shit. Yeah, Carol, we're right in the pa- flight path of the Santa Monica Airport, the small uh, whatever they call it, private personal recreation aviation airport. So a lot of small planes coming over all the time. They shorten their runways this year. Uh, <clears throat> because or last year because of the uh, city is phasing this airport out and there was a real problem with rich people this is this is the airport where Harrison Ford um, landed his plane on the golf course right nearby so they've kind of got rid of the they've got rid of the uh, the private jets coming out of there now Ed says we've got crows in our neighborhood these last three weeks we never have crows well <clears throat> part of the end times maybe Maybe part of the end times. Crows, crows are a little... It's just a lot of them. I think it's a murder, right? A, a lot of crows is a murder of crows. And they show up, and they do feel sort of gangsterish, the way they're talking to each other. And it sort of feels like they're talking to you, like, hey, 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 hey! Anyway, today, for Motivational Monday, this uh, If by Rudyard Kipling, um, I thought was a good poem. I heard somebody read it on another podcast. I don't know if I'll read the whole thing. But I can start here. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowances for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating. And yet, don't look too good nor talk too wise. Uh, if you can do all of that shit, you're doing all right. That's just the first paragraph. Um, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, that's the tricky one, isn't it? Um, isn't it? Or trust yourself when all men doubt you, that's another tricky one. Wait and not be tired by waiting. Yeah, I got a little tired of waiting today, so I, I lost myself on that. Um, I'm trying not to give way to hating. Um, I don't know that I'm being hated, but I'm trying not to give way to hating. Um, <laughs> forget about when you're being hated, give way, giving way to hating. It's hard not to start hating, even though nobody's hating you. Um, if you can dream and not make dreams your master, you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. That's a good one. Meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. Because they're imposters. No, uh, no defeat is forever and no uh, victory is forever. Those are just temporary states. It's just a constant constant struggle. That's maybe not so motivating, but uh, there we go. Pause when agitated. Yes, Uma, that is a lesson that I struggle to learn all the time. Pause when agitated. Um, Don't talk. Listen. Keep your effing mouth shut. That is such a good idea. Keep your effing mouth shut. Don't talk, listen, pause when agitated. So, such good advice. Um, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools. Ugh. Or watch the things you gave your life to, broken and stoop, and build them up with worn-out tools. 
Yeah, well, we're all going to be building some stuff up after this pandemic is over. I feel like I was just saying to Belinda before the, when I was asking her if she was going to be at the show today, um, you know, it's going to be weird for me to go back on stage because I feel like one of the struggles I was having recently with not getting as many gigs as I would like was to get stage time to be able to keep my chops up and work on new material. And now, all this time without going on stage, um, my my ability to speak that language is f feels as though it's fading. I don't want to say is fading. I'll say it feels as though I'm currently struggling with the thought that uh, that it feels as though those abilities are fading. And I think it is, that's another thing for Motivational Monday. It's kind of important how you talk to yourself. And I'm not just saying you want to deny your negative feelings, because you don't want to do that. You want to acknowledge your negative feelings that you're having. But I think you want to be careful about how you're talking to yourself, and less uh, less statements about I am, and, and more statements about um, I am feeling. Because feelings are not facts, and a lot of times I am feeling desperate and I am feeling depressed and I am struggling with feeling that my talents are slipping away and my my dreams are becoming less possible I'm struggling with those feelings but though those things are not happening my dreams are not slipping away and my talents are not diminishing um, my ability to practice them is limited right now and I'm struggling with that and so I'm really trying to be careful about how I talk to myself because um, because it's tricky. Oh, here, well, some little interesting thoughts here. I'll be fine by letting my fear trick you. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck uh, is shut the fuck up is kind of my go-to. Yeah, well, I get that. Oh, that uh, that uh, that was Ed that in the Facebook group that was from last Monday. That was uh, the Desiderata. Um, Desiderata. Bob says, you can run it by here. Would love to hear you do stand-up again. Yeah, Bob, I'm trying to think about how what that might be due. Hey, Alan Bartlett. It's my buddy from Clarksville. 60th birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Alan? Elaine. Um, not me. My sometimes better half, Michael J. Henthorne. Well, happy birthday to Michael. And uh, congratulations in Clarksville, Tennessee. Last train to Clarksville. Used to live there. Loved it. I should do a Zoom show and charge for it. That way I'll have a live audience. Yeah, I, I would like to do that. I would like to do that. And Bob, thank you. My talent is intact. Well, <laughs> we can hope so. I feel like this is this is the closest thing to practi practice. Rich says, you know what's funny? Start with the killer jokes. You'll be on a roll. Yes, you know what's funny. Start with the killer jokes. You'll be on a roll. Yes, Rich. That that's that's the plan. I've got a. I think uh, this week and next week I'm going to be watching the shows that I did right before the pandemic, the lockdown. I recorded those shows in Minneapolis, not great quality, but I'm going to watch those again. See if I can get my feet back under me. Um, pick yes, Patreon. I want to get a Patreon set up. I want to get my website set up. Um, <laughs> Scott says wear a shop apron and randall randomly practice on patrons at Home Depot. <laughs> Less actionable than amateur dentistry. Yeah, well, I, you get an orange apron, the world's your oyster down there at Home Depot. You got a lot of people who want to talk to you, don't you? Because um, it's hard to find the people with the orange aprons at Home Depot. 
Um, if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be risking all my winnings right now. That's not and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. Yeah, that's you got to be able to take some punches. You got to be able to ri- take some risks. Um, I'm kind of at a point in my life where I'm more interested in uh, advancing from my current position than I am risking everything I've got. But uh, but it is but it is the case that I'm trying to be careful with how I'm talking to myself. I'm trying to focus on what I can do. I'm trying to plan for the future. Um, if you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, uh, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you but not too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. Right. Those unforgiving minutes, they tick away. So you got to stay active and busy, but also take some time for yourself in this Varinus time, I think. Yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And what is more, you'll be a man, my son. Or a woman. Yeah. Um, Rudyard Kipling, that's the guy. Um, all right, here. You know, we see you every day. There's no doubt in my mind the fear is misplaced and useless. You're going to be get right back where you were after one show, if not during the first show. Yeah, Jen, thank you. I, I, I think that that's probably the reality that I, 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 I believe that, and that's the way it's been in the past. It is just, uh, it is as we, as we face all of this uncertainty, and we struggle with uh, all the complications of that, um, I feel like there's another thing besides uncertainty that's happening, with me anyway, is this feeling of coming unmoored, of, of losing our connection to what used to be our daily or weekly or monthly or yearly routines and cycles. And those are all disrupted, you know, just starting off today talking about the dentist, of course, but uh, just my cycle of two weeks out of town every month, every other week doing a comedy club or um, having a corporate gig every three, four months and mixing those in, going to the airport. I mean, the idea of going to the airport now seems insane. I've got friends who've flown places, you know, they go back and forth to Portland or or wherever. We've got friends that went to New York and back for some urgent family uh, emergencies. And uh, it just seems crazy to go to the airport. I used to go to the airport all the time. People complain about going to the airport. I effing love the airport. I'm not crazy about getting from my house to the other side of security. But once I'm through security and I'm in the airport, figuring out my snacks, where I'm going to sit down, how to connect with the Wi-Fi, to get all the things I want, to sit in my seat and watch movies or read a book on a plane, I used to love that. I used to love... Maybe I'm going to start to have to do when when our daughter was little. (laughs) We would do this thing where she loved to get two chairs and sit them next to each other, and we would sit with our daughter. She She wanted to pretend that she was flying to New Zealand, you know, where Belinda's from because we had done that a few times. It's a long flight, but she would just want to sit in two chairs and pretend that we were going somewhere. Maybe maybe I'm going to do that uh, later this weekend. I saw um, at the Hong Kong airport, they've got flights to nowhere. <laughs> People go to the airport, they pay $50, $75 to get on a plane. All the middle seats are empty, but they all get on the plane. They go to the airport, they go through security, they get on the plane, they take off, they fly over Hong Kong and just or, uh, over that part of the country for for an hour and a half, and then they land... And then they go home. 
flights to nowhere just for people who want to i i would love to be traveling again just because i like that part of the experience but uh but it does seem crazy to go to the airport because you're just crammed right next i just don't like i said it made me feel weird to be sitting in that waiting room even before the other person came out to sit in it today at the dentist, it just felt weird. Like, there's too many people in here. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Ed says there's a lot of ageism in Netflix comedy programming. Yeah, I don't like to complain or make excuses. Um, uh, there's people, a lot of people want to come to the show when I come back. Thank you, guys. Um, and uh, that's going to happen. Ed says there's a lot of ageism on Netflix comedy programming. Well, you know, they like what they like, and young people want to see young people talk about the things that young people are going through. They don't want to hear me, someone who has been where they are, talk about even what it was like to be them, because they, they just don't like that. I talked about that the other day on here. So I get that. But uh, I can still I can still go out there and... Uh, and find ways to put my stuff out and have people um, watch it. The airport is cool, Darren says, for people watching. It's like a large sale Walmart. Yeah, I do like the airport for that. Um, they're doing flights to nowhere in Australia, too. Yeah, Jen, I was just reading about uh, Melbourne. I don't know if your friend is on today, but uh, Melbourne has loosened up. You're allowed to go 15 miles from your house. Man, I just can't even imagine if we went back into that kind of lockdown here in California. Of course, I'm still hoping to be able to go to jiu-jitsu. The academy is open, but uh, I don't have um, spousal permission to go at this time. Um, keeping with the Monday motivational theme... Uh, Scott says, uh, here's a chance to test drive a transit van conversion for camping coming to LA in a year or so. Yeah. The, uh, the new transits, they're, they're, they're now, I'm, I'm, uh, this may be about this, but they're building empty vans with the idea that you're going to buy them and convert them. So those are good. Ouija says, pretty sure the Southwest flight to Waco is a flight to nowhere too. Yeah. Well, uh, we don't need to make fun of Waco, Waco here on the show. they got enough problems. Alan said, Dude, your dad was in Duke Henthorne's amateur Western movie. Yes. Um, oh. Duke is Michael J.'s uh, father. Well, yes, and I he sent me that. My, your, uh, your husband, Michael, sent me that uh, DVD, and, and we watched that earlier this year, pre-pandemic, with my daughter and my wife. We really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank him so much and happy birthday again for sending that along it was great um oh darren you're saying i'm being smart about all this well you know bob says you need to come to keen n i don't know what keen n is but i do like those keens of maine shoes <laughs> How is Sebastian Maniscalco doing live shows in Vegas now? How can people be safely spaced apart? Well, Flavia, I don't know about that. Um, Sebastian is operating in a in a kind of a a tier or two above me in terms of uh, pop, current popularity, and I, and and I mean he's a great comic, but uh, I think when when you can sell out a venue that has five thousand seats or more and you're talking about going to half capacity, there can still be enough income available for him, and also he can play with the ticket prices a little bit. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how he's doing that. And, and I, as I say, look, I'm not comfortable in being in a room with a lot of people, and so 
it would be difficult for me to be on stage in front of people who were comfortable being in that because that would be one thing that we didn't have in common and when I, when I'm doing a show I like to be able to assume that I have uh, at least in common with the people of the audience that we're all happy to be there and feel safe and comfortable and so if I feel like they feel safe and I feel like they're foolish for feeling that way that's not a good that's not a good jumping off place for doing comedy shows but uh, uh, Carol says everyone else and my family travels a lot. I'm a homebody. They're all going crazy. My daughter's been here in Cleveland from Denver. She's coming back to help me after a surgery, so she'll be typing for me Thanksgiving week. <laughs> well, great. Great. Uh, I hope your surgery goes all right. I hope it's not, not too serious. Rich wants to fly to Hong Kong to go on a flight to nowhere. Yeah, I loved my trips to Hong Kong both in 1999 and in 2000. Uh, 17, 18 when I went with Russell um, but it's not I don't think I want to go to um, I don't think I want to go to Hong Kong right now <laughs> Flavia that's very nice to say that I'm funnier than Sebastian but I don't think it's a competition and I think Sebastian is incredibly funny and incredibly talented um, I think if people dwell on everything they can't do they'll get nervy and depressed I like to focus on what I can do <laughs> like drink Jen <laughs> you do know that uh, I'm quite fond of you and uh, yes I wish I look forward to the time when we can drink together and I'm sad that, that, that we can't drink together right now but if I had a drink right now we could do that together so maybe Friday we'll have a drink together at our happy hour um, we need at least two more decades of shows from you so that we can get your our seeing you at the punchline up to your Letterman appearances yes Ed well I'm looking forward to that too I'm hoping to be back at the punchline sooner than later I'm going to be down there at the Hyatt um, over the weekend doing this corporate gig so maybe I'll walk over and look at the punchline um, alright Vegas is the last place you'd want to go right now pick yeah I feel like <laughs> Vegas is normally one of the last places I'd like to go although I have to say that when I'm going there for these corporate gigs and I'm getting put up in a nice hotel and I got a nice room and it's complimentary and I'm getting to go out to nice dinners and I've got something to do that's not casino related I do have a good time in Vegas. Um, Laura says, I was born and raised in Vegas. I'd be happy to go see my dad and friends. Hey, okay, so here's what happened. Um, the uh, Mevo camera fritzed out, and I lost, uh, I got dis disconnected there. But I have the uh, Seize the Day for you to round out the show. Um, and that is from Gillian Anderson, star of The X-Files, and also Sex Education, which is a great show, highly recommend on Netflix. Um, Gillian Anderson says, I hope that everyone that is reading this is having a really good day. And if you're not, just know that in every new minute that passes, you have an opportunity to change that. So that's kind of an ongoing going theme of... Uh, of the seize the days and of all the things that we talk about here. But, uh, yeah, it's never too late to start over. So um, hang in there. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And I'll see you next time.